Welcome back, everyone, to Four Eyes, the podcast series that gives you a clear view into the optometry world across Canada and the U.S. We are your hosts. I'm Dr. Amrit Bilku. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepankar. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Ravinder Rindawa. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Kuhn. Sorry, my and- voice cracked a little. Like, oh, too bad. This is live. So there's no going back. Okay, it's not live, but still, I'm not going to edit it to make you sound better. So, too bad. So, um, we just wrapped up what we call season two of all of our episodes for all of our listeners that have been following us. And we had banger after banger after banger of episodes. Okay. And we interviewed like one of the best optometrists, healthcare professionals. So All right, when just, you were saying you know, banger, after yeah. that, like, I'm like, who the heck is Dr. Banger? Like, <laughs> when did we interview a Dr. Banger? I no, was like, what? Banger episodes, okay. You it's really like emphasize that banger. NG in there. It's like banger <laughs> and banger. <laughs> no, they were bangers, okay? They were pretty fire. So I'm pretty proud of us. And um, our podcast just grew exponentially. Now we're just going to take a break again from recording. So obviously we always end our seasons with our happy hour episodes that are not educational. You won't <laughs> learn shit. It's going to be very unprofessional. You'll learn about us. Yes, <laughs> but you'll learn about us. So basically shit. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about us. This is mostly for us. <laughs> this is. This is. look back on. So and usually we call this a Q&A episode, but it's not really Q&A today because us four haven't even been in the same Zoom session together in a long time. So honestly, we're just really catching up and then you guys are going to just tag along and catch up with us. Um, oh, th- well, even though it's happy hour, I'm not drinking. I think we only have one person drinking here today. <laughs> Obviously, we all know who that is. Rev. <laughs> Right here. I'm drinking my gin and tonic, which I'm Show off that grapefruit, Rav. That chopped up grapefruit. She cut that herself. That's a lot of effort. (laughs) No, actually, I didn't cut it. Harv cut it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This is pre-sliced by Harv. So, yeah. yeah. Wait, what is it called again, Rav? The drink? Uh, The gin? Or, yeah. Yeah, the gin. Oh, it's called uh, Empress? Empress. So, it's like purple gin. It's like different type of purple and then you put with tonic water changes color a bit oh that yeah, changed cool. from like blue to purple yeah it's it like one of the okay blue yeah, in yeah. the bottle and then changes it, into like so a lavender gets, color as it gets colder does it change to purple or is it no just- i think it, like as you mix with the tonic water it changes the color oh. we're gonna talk about this gin for like the 40 right. minutes oh <laughs> interesting <laughs> this is very oh, no, this is like funny i'm just like listening to us ask about her gin like so when the temperature changes from zero <laughs> degrees to five yeah. then it turns to we're a always, fuchsia right instead of a lavender color we're always get more and more mode. drunk it, get, it, it changes yes. color Ooh, i oh, like that. that i like that <laughs> have you guys seen the vodka bottle though that has like glimmer it's like glimmery like, the one that has like little gold like flecks in it the one that i've seen it's like a violet color and then it has like silver specks in it and it oh i'll i should so is it like edible have... glitter in the vodka yeah, yeah. Ooh, i've never seen that that is also that is, that's pretty cool fancy yeah 
So let's get started. Let's actually catch up. So I feel like the first question is going to be, what has significantly changed in your life in the last month? Um, well, me and my husband actually bought a house. Well, you should yes. start with you got married. Oh yeah, I got married. Yes. <laughs> and we didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was a whole COVID thing where we decided to postpone like the big like party until next year, but then we got we called it paper married cuz literally it was me, Jordan, his parents and siblings and then my parents and one of my brothers and his family. So there's literally like 12 people there. And so we got paper married and then my other siblings like FaceTimed in, which was cool. But yeah. Um, and then we're going to still have like our big, well, at this point, we're supposed to have our big celebration next summer, but we'll see. <laughs> um, no, that's happening because yeah. we are excited yes. to be yeah. in Alaska for the first right. time ever. So it's happening. We're going to be there regardless. We're still going to come. We're still going to go. Whether there's a reception or no reception, you're going to see us there. (laughs) So we basically sent cupcakes to Alex because (laughs) Rav had the idea to send cupcakes to Alex because it was supposed to be her wedding day on that day. And then obviously it got canceled. So Rav was like, you know, we should send her cupcakes. And then Alex thought that we sent her cupcakes because we knew that she signed her marriage certificate. So she was like, oh my God, guys, thank you. And and then Deepon, I think like three days later was like, hey, did you know Alex signed her marriage certificate? I found out on Facebook and I was like, what? <laughs> so Alex and I are the only ones that have Facebook and Rav and yeah. Amrit do not. Yeah. So that was just that makes it hard <laughs> randomly. And it yeah. it was like everyone was like saying congratulations to Alex. And I'm like, for what? For <laughs> what? Missing her I'm wedding? Like, what am I missing? I talk to this girl every week. I'm like, what what just happened here? Yeah. And then um, yeah, it was like Alex got married, and then I quickly texted you guys, and I was like, yo, I think Alex got married and <laughs> I don't know why we don't know this. <laughs> I was like, oh, are we not all friends anymore? That's, that's going to be really Which, awkward at the next we, episode that we all have to do. I swear I told you guys that that was the plan from the start. Oh, we had no oh, idea. Was- and then it was so funny when we told you and you were like, well, why did you guys send me cupcakes? <laughs> it was because you canceled your wedding. <laughs> and we were like, What? The message for the cupcakes even said, sorry, your wedding got postponed <laughs> due to COVID. Yeah. Oh, but I was man. thinking, well, like, I mean, really, it did. We just got, like, paper. You know what I mean? Like, it was... You're still legally married. Yeah. That, yeah <laughs> Communication yeah. at its finest, people. That's what it was. <laughs> That's a true friendship. We just assume a lot yeah. and talk yeah. shit when we're mad. And then we talk afterwards and we're like, oh, we were wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think if we found out that you actually got married, we probably, you missed out on a better gift, Alex. Yeah. You missed out on a better gift. We would have gift. sent a whole cake. Yeah. Yeah. You and Rav are now new homeowners. And honestly, we haven't even talked about that completely. So Alex, what happened with you and Jordan buying your new home? Like, what was that whole process like? Well, it was a shit show because <laughs> the market is insane up here. I hear it's insane everywhere because of the interest rates. Um, but basically, our house was on the market for 10 hours and there's multiple bids on it. So it was pretty crazy. 
And the funny thing is, is where we bought the house is actually below my old neighborhood where I used to four-wheeler. It used to be just open field and like this great view of the mountain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's just funny that Jordan and I like buy in that same neighborhood. So the yeah, it's crazy. Like it's so nice and it's so like homely. Like when you showed us pictures, it's, it's very yeah. beautiful. The and yard is ridiculously large for the dogs, yeah. which is good. Yeah. yeah. And for your which next six dogs that you're going to get. Yeah. We're all like, <laughs> our house to that yard. It's going to be the dog. And I'm like, Jordan, we don't need another dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ralph, so you and your husband also got a new condo mm -hmm. in downtown, right? So what was that like? The market here in Edmonton is a little bit slower. So it's not as crazy as Alaska. Uh, so there was no bidding war. So that was one good uh, oh, nice. thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's kind of stressful on its own way. Just a mm. lot of paperwork, a lot of you got to get this. You got to review all these documents. This is a closing day. You need to give your deposit. You need to go see this lawyer. And Rav's like, work? No, I know, man. I don't do that. Oh my God. For anyone that knows me and Har, we're the most laid back people ever. I think we give our, um, the mortgage lady a headache and our real estate agent a headache because we just wait till the last day to do something. Ah, yes. That's literally. <laughs> that is rab. Yeah. I think it was our, our offer that we had to sign and offer was due at nine o'clock and then we didn't sign it till like 8.57 and she was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Alex. She's not having this right now. <laughs> Alex, okay. I, like, I know Amrit won't remember this because you weren't at um, Rab's wedding, but even your wedding planner yes. was like freaking out yeah. because every two set or like anything that Rab and Harv had to make a decision on yes. <laughs> would be like to the very end. Like, and she'd yeah. be like, tell me what yeah. you want. And Rab and Harv would be like, well... <laughs> <laughs> very laid laid back people we just go with the flow that's why we decided yep. to get married in mexico you know you go behind just, the flow the flow is ahead of you yeah <laughs> uh yeah definitely i felt bad for my wedding planner uh, <laughs> well yeah. i will have to say that venue was the yeah. best resort whatever that i've ever been yes. to oh yeah jordan i think that oh, might yes. have been jordan's first like vacation mm -hmm. like ever kind of thing and so no that resort was beautiful I yeah it, it was yeah. it was really nice i miss a room service deep on what changed in your life you also got a new place everyone got a new place yeah except me but i don't own <laughs> uh, yes i do but, not own i'm still renting yeah so i i literally just moved <clears throat> across the street from my old apartment <laughs> my new apartment got to a higher floor there's a I don't know if you guys can see that. There's like a better, you can't see it really, but there's a better view. I like it way better. And this is in Lethbridge. So I go home, I go back to Calgary on the weekends a lot, but, um, are dogs allowed at this point? Yes. Oh, I only move Ooh. into apartments where dogs are allowed, but I did sign because up. She creeps on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I did, I'm not probably not going to have, um, well, actually, I don't know, but I did sign up on a waiting list to get a Labradoodle for next year, um, oh, 2021. Nice. So 
I find out about litters coming in, I think early next year. And then mm-hmm. hopefully I get my hands on one of those. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do in the dog apartments. You look at all of them and then you start making your hand gestures like this <laughs> for anyone watching the IGTV. Yeah. Don't live in an apartment <laughs> near deep on if you have pets or children. I don't know. And there's so many people in this, um, complex that have dogs it's nice because when I go in the elevator I'm like oh let me pet your dog (laughs) yeah everyone actually moved into new apartments or you know going to life and I moved back home so but not (laughs) like temporarily but there's no end date right now is Ajin at home too right now yeah yeah We have both moved back home and I feel like I'm 17 again, where my lazy level has gone over like through the roof. It's, you know, it's so hard. Like I I wasn't expecting that, like living on your own. I did all my chores. I made my own meals, obviously did everything on your own. And now being home, you just kind of jump right back into those teenager habits that you had. So I've taken like a step back and now my mom makes me like chai three times a day and she (laughs) packs my lunch for me. I drive my parents' car to work. I'm I'm literally just the most useless child at home. Money you'll be saving. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's not here yet. So I can't think about it right now. Your first paycheck when? In two weeks? Okay, so I'm working two jobs. So it's a little hard to keep track with the paychecks that are coming because um, since I started early September for both of them, they each pay different times of the month. So one pays at the beginning of every month, one pays at the end of every month, and then OHIP billing, so the government or provincial insurance, pays me separately as well in the middle of the month. I think that's, it's just that's gonna, awesome. You get yeah. paid three times a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that will be nice starting next month. So I work at a private practice now that has been established for about 20 years and they also specialize in VT. So I'm getting a little bit of experience there. And then I'm also working at a lens crafters. So I'm getting a lot more of that corporate experience there. And you know what? I want to give a big shout out right now to everyone listening about corporate optometry. I've only been there for like three days. Corporate optometry is way harder than everyone makes it out to be. And it's not just because the exams are 15 minutes. It's because like most of your patients that come in and Rav obviously would agree with this. They are normally healthy they just want their glasses. They're not really interested in talking to you about everything else. So in 15, 20 minutes, you know, they're pretty much out the door. But I've already had those moments where a patient comes in, something's abnormal, and I don't have an OCT. And you could figure it out, but you don't have the time. So then you have to refer everyone, even though you might know what it is, and you could figure it out. But I think not having an OCT, that's like... That's really hard. That's because, hard. Yeah. I think yeah. that's like a, one of the, that should be like a staple equipment piece now, mm-hmm. like a peropter. To, I, I don't know. It I, should. I, I feel like just having even just retinal photography is not enough because then, mm. yeah, you'll just end up referring everyone, which is fine because yeah. there's still care for the patient, but. I would find out who 
you're referring to and develop a good relationship because mm-hmm. granted when I'm, I joined my dad. And so I automatically have these referrals that I can send out to. And I know these people will not know them, but I know they'll send people to me mm-hmm. and I'll send it back. So yeah. we get a lot of referrals from like Walmart because they don't have all the equipment. And mm-hmm. we basically do a glaucoma workup and we'll be like, check, check all the stuff. And then we mm-hmm. send back all the results. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, yeah. what we found. you can keep doing glasses and we can do the yeah. medical side just so, and to be honest, like, I don't, I don't judge them at all because I get it. They don't yeah. have the equipment. Yeah. They don't have time. Like we have the equipment. We have multiple mm-hmm. people. Like as people say, like, I don't know, corporation is like really looked down upon mm-hmm. and I work at one of the locations that's next to lens crafters and I absolutely love working there. Yeah, it's a fast pace too, but at the same time, you see a lot of disease. We do have all the equipment. We have the OCT, we have the visual field, we have opto. So I'm at like a bigger advantage where I get to kind of fully manage the patient and just only send out if they really need to see a specialist. Mm -hmm. And it's good. Like I have the techs that do all the work for me that, and I just have to just kind of look at all the results and I am getting paid for what I study, not for actually doing the exams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas so as a lot of the private practice, you sometimes have to do the exams yourself, like the visual field. And that's like 20 minutes or 30 minutes out of your time. You're just sitting there doing the visual field with them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm not really getting paid to sit here. And like, I'm just not so what true. I was, went to school for. Right. Yeah. Well, that's you kind of tell like, them, Rav. You well, that's tell kind them. Of like what Rav was just talking about. That's yeah. kind of my current work environment right now. A second, I have company. two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. But my company is so small. And then mm-hmm. I only have one other staff member that kind of pretests, mm-hmm. works the front desk and does everything. So that means I have to do the visual fields. I have to do the contact lens teaches. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. have to do a lot of extra stuff where I'm like, okay, so now I'm doing a visual field for like 20, 30 minutes. So now a patient can be booked in that time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So, I mean, we've all kind of worked for a year now besides Amrit. I mean, you did your residency for that year, but I think you kind of learn what you like and Mm -hmm. what you don't like. And I think one of the biggest lessons for me out of this year is because one of my goals, yeah, is to eventually own a practice or partner up with someone to own a practice, right? Like, I think that's everyone's goal. Um, Alex is already there. What's that? <laughs> Alex, Alex is already, is already there. there. Yeah. She's like quiet. She's like, I know. She's I'm, already, already. I'm already at that goal, but thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is my dad's practice. Well, yeah. your partner, right? Something that I'm very happy about is I don't have to do contact lens teaches and I do not have to do visual fields. We have yeah. text that yeah, do when it. You have but it's like, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, working in different environments is really important. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's too smart, especially after you graduate to just work in the same place for like mm-hmm. years. Um, I think it's smart to kind of change up your job every once mm-hmm. in a while. Oh, not even once in a while, every year, maybe to see what you like and what you don't like. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, so, I totally agree with you. Bon. When yeah. I first started out, I worked at like four different clinics yeah, and I, because of that, I kind of found what I liked and I'm working at where I like the best and it kept my options open. You know, I wasn't just locked down with one clinic mm-hmm. and, yeah. and like I wasn't locked in a contract where I was like, if I hated it, I couldn't get out. 
Mm-hmm. And then you out. meet so many other yes. ODs as well. And you yeah. know, if you're looking for a different opportunity, you, you can always ask and be like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, have you heard about anything? And it's just more networking that mm-hmm. way instead of just kind mm-hmm. of staying at one position or one job. And I mean, unless you really like it and you know, you're going to be able to eventually be a mm-hmm. partner in that clinic or mm-hmm. own that clinic or something. Like if you have that whole thing going on, that's great. But if you're not really sure what you want to do, I would switch it up every yep. year and kind oh, of yeah. figure it out. Cause every clinic has a different flow. They mm-hmm. have their own ways of working things, their own ways of scheduling patients. So you got to see what works best for you. Yeah. And like, I never thought I was going to be liking working next to Lens Crafter and here I am. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, love what like I Like a year later. Yeah. yeah. What was I? Oh, I also wanted to ask you guys genuinely because I need to know what are you guys watching now? Our last Ooh, Q&A happy okay. hour was a long time ago. I started to watch a new show, but I definitely need new recommendations. And I know Deepon has a lot, but anyone else? <laughs> what are you guys watching? I just finished, me and Har, we finished watching The Avatar. It's okay. on Netflix. It's yeah. like a cartoon watch show. That. Oh, I was, I was like, like the movie, movie or like, I was like, Rab, that came out like, <laughs> I know it was, re- I think it was recently released on Netflix. So yeah, it's an anime. watching it. Yeah. That's like an old anime yeah. show. Uh, Ajin made me watch it while, yeah. with him too. Is it really yeah. that good? I liked it. I actually really it's okay. liked it. <laughs> well, right. speaking well. of cartoons on Netflix. Oh yeah. God. Wait, is it Rab? Is it for adults or is it for everybody? <laughs> Uh, it's for everyone. So I finished Big Mouth all, I think like five seasons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My lunch breaks from work. (laughs) And then I moved on to F is for family. It's that show created by, or based on Bill Burr, the comedian, um, on his life. And I like this cartoon even more than Big Mouth. It's a really dark comedy. So yeah. It's really good. Um, the is this first the same couple- creator of Bob's Burgers? No, but it's mm-hmm. so funny. Like the first season, the first few episodes are kind of slow, but then when you keep on watching it, there's four seasons. Yeah. It's really, really good. The Boys is out on Amazon I Prime. That's the other one yes, that my sister told I me I have about. not seen it yet. Yeah, that one's it only good. came out with three episodes. What? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah, they only released three episodes right now. I've heard a lot about the boys i think you're you guys it's, are like the 10th yeah, pretty people good. that are like you guys it's have, like you have to watch way up there yeah. yeah it's pretty good it was a good show yeah i think the only show that ajin and i started watching on netflix recently was uh the blacklist i think that's been out for a long time because there's like seven seasons never heard of the show before so we started with season one that's a really good one i feel like it's almost like a person of interest if you guys oh. know about that show that's a really old show um, so blacklist is about this criminal who basically turns himself into the FBI, but in order to gain immunity, he gives them insight on like a lot of the other criminal activity that's happening. I, we've only seen two episodes of season one and the amount of plot twists in the episodes, <laughs> like five different events have happened within the first 20 minutes of episode one. So it, it, hooks you like really fast if you're one of those that doesn't have the patience for like you know a show that slowly builds up what are you watching watching, alex uh yellowstone have you guys heard of that 
It's, so it's basically about a family that has a ranch in Montana and it's like about all the like things they have to do to keep their ranch and there's a lot of murdering there's a lot of horses where do you watch the show is it on netflix it's on prime you have and you have to rent it actually so you have to pay extra i know (laughs) it's really pretty though like all the scenery and everything they make montana i mean montana is really pretty but they make it look like really great so is it like a thriller or just like a drama it's more of a drama than anything any books anyone's reading I'm re-listening to um, Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <gasps> Is that actually that good? I it's actually really one. good. I read it yeah. and then um, I got it on Audible again. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a, I like it. I like listening to it in the morning. It just kind of like pumps you up in the morning. Yeah. And, oh, you know, okay. It's good. It's very relatable. It's very like, as Mark Manson would say, not a quick fix. It's more about like- yeah looking at like kind of your deeper deeper issues and mm-hmm. he points out like stuff that you don't really think about or like sometimes yeah. you just need your need to hear someone else say it yeah and then he he does actually uh post a lot of blogs too on his website mm-hmm. and oh. they're really good read they're like 10 to 12 minutes read and they're mm-hmm. different type of blogs about different things uh, yeah i like reading oh, okay too. yeah what um i have another question so yeah. what did you guys spend on your very first paycheck or like what did you do with your very first paycheck do you guys even remember um bills i yeah <laughs> i think I, I literally paid my credit card off because yeah my credit card was pretty <laughs> uh actually no i well i didn't spend money on myself i actually mm-hmm. took a huge portion of my paycheck and i saved it up for my family's Christmas presents because I knew that first Christmas I owed my parents a lot, sister and brother-in-law a lot. So I was like, all right, this is my first Christmas where I'm going to be getting them like extravagant gifts. Yeah, one and only time. Yeah, I know. So I think I put away a lot of my paycheck for that. And then I put a lot of or like some of it away for like loans or bills. But yeah, no, I did not blow it on clothes. <laughs> yeah, No, I didn't blow so it on clothes, clothes. So I haven't even had my first paycheck yet. And my parents <laughs> have already claimed it like 100%. So I don't know. I know my parents like my parents. They have shoes, but you know, they don't have like nice running shoes or like fancy, you know, like brand name. Like my dad has like, you know, the, the new balance dad shoes. And then my mom hey, has the sketchers. Awesome. I have new balance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I basically, um, I think my first paycheck is going to be a cute little family thing where we're all going to get matching shoes. But they're going to be like Adidas, like boosts or something like really fancy that like my parents have never had. And then we're all going to get like the same color and like take a little picture with all of our feet together. It's yeah. We talked about this for a long time and that's the only thing we could agree on. That's nice that your parents understand those sentiments because my parents would be like, I don't understand (laughs) what you want us to do. So on behalf of Four Eyes, we do want to give some shout outs to people that have really been supporting our podcast throughout this whole time. 
Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to Opto Turban, um, Dr. Kimberly Chan, Dr. Diana Nguyen. Um, there's a lot more, but those specific people have really given our podcasts a lot of shout outs in the past couple of months. And so thank you so much, Dr. Harbir Sayan too. He's been giving us a lot of shout outs. Um, and all of our listeners, we still have the stats and we have tons of listeners from different countries too. So it's really cool to know that we're still going worldwide and people aren't ignoring us, <laughs> getting tired of us. Um, so thank you again so much for listening to our podcast. You guys are really helping us out and just to get our names out there and get our info out there. Um, a lot of people have now been DMing us on Instagram. So please, please DM us. Let us know what you think and give us suggestions for season three of what you guys want to learn. Um, because we, we already have a good lineup of people that we're going to bring on. But, um, if you want more of those like clinical episodes that like the four of us do, just let us know what you want to hear and we'll definitely cater to what you guys want. So, yeah, I had a case yesterday. So I had two identical twins. So their left eye, they're both amotropes and right eye, they're both their prescriptions minus six. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Identical. They're both uh, amblyopic, so they're both mm-hmm. like twenty one hundred in the in the amblyopic eye. No improvement in VA with the additional prescription. And I took a optos of uh, their eyes. Identical eyes. It was so creepy. Yeah. They had the same amount of uh, peripapillary atrophy, and they had this temporal um, thinning going on as well. Hmm. And it was in the exact same spot. I, was, I thought I was looking at the same eye. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it it yeah. was crazy. Twins are pretty cool, seriously. Yeah. I had a BV exam with two um, like eight-year-old boys and exact same thing. Right? They were both exos. They both had CI. They yeah. both had AI. They both had the same prescription. I was literally just kind of going back and forth between both of their exams and their charts looked the exact same. Yeah. So I joined um, this app called iWard, iWard, E-Y-E-W-A-R-D. And I only found out about it because um, the 2020 Glance newsletter gave a shout out to this app. It's for basically for doctors who work in a solo um, practice and, you know, all of us kind of um, that don't really know what is going on with their case. So they send it... um, they send like these pictures into the app and then, and then other doctors can come online and like give their opinion on what it is. Ah. I've been looking through the app and yeah, it's like, they'll oh, you can see up. other people's like in- inquiries and yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. So, and you can respond what you think it is. So you could put up a couple of your, those pictures if you have yeah. them. Like, hey, you guys think this Do you is just an register and it's free to join? Yeah. Nice. I forget who the creator is. Oh, Steven Atala is the mm. creator of the app. And he got a shout out on, yeah, the 2020 nice. Glance newsletter. And yeah, I might just download yeah. that. Our last question is going to be, we name our favorite episode of season two. Ooh, oh, I so got to pull up all the episodes. I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like we just okay, put out do banger after banger after banger. I just don't know what <laughs> <laughs> Sorry what for all of our listeners. <laughs> for our listeners, when I said 
banger episodes the first time, Deepon told me that it sounds really weird when I say it. So I'm just going to say it again and again and again. <laughs> Let me look at this list of banger episodes here. Okay. Can I, can I separate them into categories? Because, okay, I, some of them are my favorite for different reasons. So like we do episodes sometimes where it's the four of us together and we share our own clinical tips based on like our experience and our research. So in that sense, one of my favorite episodes was our headache one, identifying Um, vision-related headaches and migraines. I feel like we did a lot of research for that one. We vibed really well on that one. It was a lot of fun recording that one. So that's my favorite when we were all together. It was actually Um, very useful. I went back and listened to it again. And um, I actually read our notes again um, because especially now – we had a lot of patients talking about complaining about headaches. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And just with COVID too, like just a lot of eye related headaches. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say my favorite interview, I guess that we've done with people, a lot of our interviews were good, but I think the one where I learned the most new information was probably the STIs. Mm -hmm. Um, Also just because Dr. Mika Moy is very animated with her stories. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and Dr. Harpster is just an angel and she's super sweet. And yeah, I think I had a lot of fun doing that episode with them, but there's so many, so many good ones. Go ahead. Deepa. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to pick, but I think, yeah, the one that I learned the most, or I guess with the most new information was with, um, the interview we did with Dr. Laura Perryman, Beauty okay. and the BS oh, yeah. film. I really, really yeah. liked that interview. I thought I thought that was a great one. And um, it was yeah. really easy to listen to and the flow was perfect. And yeah, I really liked that one. That was my favorite episode. It's like actually really hard to choose. Because then hard. I was going to say runner yeah. up would be the... Um, the finance episode, actually. I really mm. liked that one too. Um, My good. runner up would probably be, oh God. Yeah. There's a lot. I think, you know what, just because it's more recent and I just have a better like memory of doing these more recent interviews. I had a really fun time talking with Dr. Vafai on glaucoma oh, yeah. progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all vibed really well with him too. We learned a lot and he was just a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah. And he's really like animated too. Like he's, he's just animated too. Yeah. really great, like personality to, you know, interview yeah. and stuff. So I definitely liked the, the finance was my favorite too. Um, yes. just because yeah. that's something I'm really into right now because I'm trying yeah. to pay on my debt. I'm trying to buy a house um, you know, I'm into investing too, which I have no money yeah. to invest, but you know, <laughs> look into. Might as well be ready, be prepared. Yeah. I want to retire early. I want to have a wealthy life and a relaxed yeah. one. Um, but my, I think my second most favorite one, probably how to become the we did with uh, Doctor Doctor Nana Avosu. Yes, like private practice. Yes, management. So, yeah, yes. tips on be- being a private practice owner. Um, he had really, really good points out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some things I didn't even consider. I think I learned a lot from that. You know, so definitely I probably oh. will be going back to that podcast in the future yeah, if I'm yeah. ever thinking about owning 100%. one. Hundred percent. 
And so, shout out yeah. to Dr. Nana Awuso for that because my sister, who's a pharmacist, even listened to that episode and she <laughs> really liked it too. She was like, oh, this is like, she even um, kept some tips in the back of her mind yeah, for yeah. Um, what he said. So yeah, no, that was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I agree, Rev. I mean, okay, I'm a little biased just because I love talking to them again was Dr. Pizer. And then I don't know if Dr. Yes. Mothershaw was this season or last season. He was this season, yeah. Oh, he yeah, yeah, he was this season too, yep. Okay. ICO oh, fam. Like a big, like, like, mush together with the season one, season two for me. But I definitely will say those two because it was nice talking to them again and mm-hmm. yeah. catching up and everything, so. Oh, yeah. I was kind of like, now worst interview. Okay. I didn't like. (laughs) So, you know what's really funny though? It's like thinking of how many episodes we have. I do cringe a little when when I listen to our first one or two episodes. Like when it's us. Because we just started out. We were little like podcast babies. I still remember us recording our first ever episode. And we were all staring at each other. Uh, that's so that. awkward and we were like um hi yeah so that was it was kind of weird because I remember I wasn't nervous until I had a microphone in front yes. of my yeah. face and I and then we were like okay we're recording now and I was like oh I don't know what to say I and even though we say. were prepared like we had all our stuff and we were prepared for our blue light filters episode I yeah. was still like Yo, I still don't know what to say. We've had yeah, really yes. good people come on our show. Yes. I'm I'm very happy with every single person that came on. Um, what's really funny and what we might have to start changing about our um, image on Four Highs is I think everyone thinks that we're alcoholics because every Probably. time we interview someone, <laughs> they come on the show expecting us to have a drink in our hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Always ask like... I feel like they just listen to our happy hour episode and then they, ex- and then they expect this level of like drunkenness for us to be on the interview. Cause they'll always ask, Oh, where are your drinks ladies? And then we're like, <laughs> we're, we're not always we're that drunk. professional here. No. Trying to be professional. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I think it's because they watch the Q and a episode are like, okay, well how do these girls like interact or what are their personalities yeah. like? And we're like, ma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh no, that's probably not what you should like base your research yeah. on. But we're not drinking in this yeah. one, except for Rav. Except for me. Except yeah. for Rav. So yeah. we are going to take a bit of a break now um, before our next episode comes out. Uh, our season three should start in the beginning of October, somewhere around there. Wednesday, October 7th, mark it on your calendars. That's when we'll have our next banger episode come out. Watch out for it. With Dr. Banger. Oh, if there's a Dr. Banger out there, reach out to us (laughs) because we need you on our podcast now. (laughs) Deep on things you exist, so you definitely have to prove yourself, show yourself. But yeah, thanks so much to our current listeners and Mm -hmm. new listeners for supporting us and listening to all our episodes. And we're so excited to kind of spend this break um, bringing you or getting prepared for season three. So um, yeah, we can't wait to share it with all of you guys. And hopefully you guys like it as much as season one and two, because we're pretty excited about it. So 
Yeah. Excited. Thank you to everyone for listening to Four Eyes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating to give us feedback on how we're doing. You can also check us out on Instagram at Four Eyes Optum for more content. Look out for new episodes every Wednesday. So until then, stay tuned. Stay tuned.